0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Born Again Club pod. My name is Troy Miller and I am on a journey um, to get closer to Jesus um, and understand the will of God. The last few episodes I've gone through um, some sections of the Bible. We, we studied Mark um, in the first couple of weeks. Uh, we've looked at um, the book of Acts. Um, and last week we spoke about forgiveness. But today I'm going to go down a slightly different path. And we're going to look at one of the 12 disciples. Um, and we're going to dive into the story of the man who betrayed Jesus Christ. Um, and that man is Judas Iscariot. So we're going to dive into that story. And we're going to unpack it and and try to understand um the way that that played out. I'll start the podcast off the way I always do, um, with an opening prayer, so if you would all bow your heads with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you in humility and surrender myself, seeking your presence and guidance. As I reflect on the story of Judas Iscariot, I am reminded of the tragic consequences of sin and the importance of walking in your ways father i confess that there have been times when i have allowed greed selfishness and worldly desires to take hold of my heart i acknowledge that like judas i have fallen short of your perfect standard forgive me lord for any actions or choices that have betrayed your love and trust as i contemplate the depth of judas's betrayal I am also reminded of your infinite grace and mercy. Even in the midst of his actions, you extended opportunities for repentance and forgiveness. Thank you, Lord, for the boundless love and forgiveness that you offer to each one of us. Help me, Father, to guard my heart against the allure of sin. Grant me discernment to recognize the temptations that come my way and to strengthen myself um, and and to resist the temptations teach me to prioritize my relationship with you above all else knowing that true fulfillment and purpose are found in following your will lord i have um, i pray for a spirit of humility and selflessness to replace any selfish desires within me may i live a life that is characterized by integrity love and compassion Help me to be aware of the needs of others and to extend grace and forgiveness as you have shown to me. In moments of weakness, Lord, and doubt, remind me of your redemptive powers. Just as you offered forgiveness to Judas, I am grateful that your mercy knows no bounds. Restore my faith and confidence in your ability to transform lives and redeem even the most broken and fallen. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the lessons we can learn from Judas Iscariot's story. May it serve as a reminder for the consequences of sin and the unfathomable depths of your grace. Guide me Lord as I strive to live a life that honours and glorifies you in all that I do. I offer this prayer in in the precious name of Jesus who offers forgiveness and redemption to all who turn to him. Amen. So yeah, as we as we reflect on the story of Judas today, just keep in mind that um God um is a very forgiving God and he will offer redemption to anyone who turns to him. <coughs> Pardon me. Okay, so the the story sort of um in summary, um Judas Iscariot was one of the 12 disciples. Chosen by Jesus to accompany him during his ministry on earth. He was entrusted with the responsibility of managing a group's of the group's finances. However, as time went on, a darkness grew within Judas. One of the key moments in the story is the betrayal of Jesus by Judas. In the Gospel of Matthew, it is described as follows. Then one of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What will you give me if I deliver him over to you? And they paid him 30 pieces of silver. And from that moment, he sought an opportunity to betray him. And you can find that in Matthew chapter 26, verses 14 to 16. During the Last Supper, which was the final meal Jesus shared with his disciples, he revealed that one of them would betray him. In the Gospel of Mark, it is written, And as they were reclining at the table eating, Jesus said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. All the disciples began to be sorrowful and say to Jesus, one after another, Is it I? And you can find that verse in Mark chapter 14 verses 18 to 19. But Jesus even identified the betrayer by giving him a piece of bread in the Gospel of John, it is mentioned Jesus answered, It is he to whom I will give this morsel of bread, when I have dipped it. So when Jesus had dipped the morsel, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. Then after he had taken the morsel, Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, What you are going to do, do quickly. And That's referenced in John chapter 13, verses 26 and 27. Following the encounter, Judas went to the Garden of Gethsemane, where Jesus Jesus often prayed. There he betrayed Jesus by identifying him to the authorities. In the Gospel of Luke, it is recorded. While he was still speaking, there came a crowd, and the man called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He drew near to Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus said to him, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? You can find that in Luke chapter 2, 47-48. to 48. After Jesus' arrest, he was put on trial and sentenced to death by crucifixion. Realizing the gravity of his actions, Judas was filled with remorse and guilt. In the Gospel of Matthew, it is mentioned, Then, when Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he changed his mind and brought back The thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. They said, What is that to us? See it to yourself. And throwing down the pieces of silver onto the temple, he departed and went and hanged himself. And you find that in Matthew chapter 27, verses 3 to 5. Um, you will find that in the Bible, the fate of Judas, after his death, is described differently in different accounts. In the Gospel of Matthew, it is written, And the chief priests, taking the pieces of silver, said it's not lawful to put them into the treasury, since it is blood money. So they took counsel and bought with them the potter's field as a burial place for strang- strangers. Therefore, the field has been called the field of blood to this day. And that's in Matthew 27, 6-8. In the Acts of the Apostles, another account suggests a different outcome. Now this man acquired a field with the reward of his wickedness. And falling headlong, he burst open in the middle of the boughs, gushed out. And it became known to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem that the field was called in their own language, Akaldama, which is field of blood. And you can find that in Acts chapter 1, 18 to 19. These varying accounts depict different versions of the late, of the fate of Judas uh, after his death, but they all highlight the tragic end of his life. The story of Judas Iscariot serves as a cautionary tale illustrating the consequences of greed, betrayal, and the destructive power of guilt. His actions are often seen as a pivotal moment leading to Jesus' crucifixion and subsequent resurrection, central to our Christian beliefs now we are going to break this down um, even more. So, if we go all the way back um, and we delve into the story of Judas Iscariot, um, just to recap, he was a disciple whose choices led to a tragic betrayal of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, while Judas's actions bring sorrow, his story holds valuable lessons about faith, repentance, and the boundless mercy of our Saviour. So let's explore the scriptures and discover how we can apply these lessons to our own lives. Judas Iscariot was chosen by Jesus to be one of the twelve disciples. Um, and in Matthew 10 verses 1-4 to it says, Jesus called his twelve disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness these are the names of the 12 apostles first simon who is called peter and his brother andrew james son of zebedee and his brother john philip and bartholomew thomas and matthew the tax collector james son of elpheus and thaddeus simon the zealot and judas iscariot who betrayed him He walked alongside Jesus, witnessed his miracles, and heard his teachings. Judas had the incredible privilege of being part of Jesus' inner circle, yet his heart's true condition would be exposed through his actions. And I suppose if you reflect on some of your own life, like I reflect on mine, um, there has been some moments in my life where i have i guess betrayed some of my friends um and that's just because you've got your own intentions i suppose in life you've got uh, instead of focusing in on what is important um and what really matters um the big picture i suppose uh and for now that i'm i'm I've grown in my faith. I know that the big picture is um, Jesus um, and trying to get into the kingdom of God um, once I pass. But look, Judas had his demons um, and most of us on earth have our demons and we we can um, fall victim to those demons and make really stupid mistakes and really stupid decisions and really hurt people close to you but uh, this 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 story in itself is a really good lesson to open your eyes and and help you understand that you know no matter what there's always um, a chance to redeem yourself whether you decide to take that chance that's up to you at the end of the day Moving on, so greed and misplaced priorities took root in Judas's heart. In John 12, chapters 4 to 6, we see Judas' Judas's dissatisfaction with Mary's extravagant act of pouring expensive perfume on Jesus. And it says, But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Now, um, his concern was not for the poor, but for his own personal gain. This underlying greed eventually led him down a destructive path. And we can find that once again if we reflect on our own lives. If we have um, a heart that is greedy um, and we're only happy to do things for our own personal gain, it will lead us down a destructive path which will in turn really um, impact our life. Um, and really impact the way that we feel about ourselves overall In Matthew 26, chapters 14, sorry, verses 14 to 16 Reveals Judas' tragic decision to betray Jesus it says, then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot Went to the chief priests and asked What are you willing to give me if I deliver him over to you? So they counted out for him 30 pieces of silver. From then, Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. He gave away um, the the privilege of being one of Jesus' disciples and trusted people. For 30 pieces of silver. Hmm. Hmm. We see in Matthew uh, chapter 26, verses 49 to 50, we see Judas selling his betrayal with a kiss. The act of treachery exposes the depth. To which sin can lead us, if unchecked. He said, Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Greetings, Rabbi. And kissed him. Jesus replied, Do what you came for, friend. Then the men stepped forward, seized Jesus, and arrested him. See, Jesus already knew Um. That Judas was going to do this He he predicted this He just knew Which we've seen um, At the Last Supper He told Judas That he was going to betray him And as soon as Judas Stood up to kiss him Jesus said Do what you came for Do what you come for I need to fulfill this prophecy. After realizing the consequences of his actions, Judas experienced deep remorse. Now, we've all been there. We've all made some... Um, me personally have made some t- terrible decisions in life. Uh, through my own um, greed and my own self-righteousness. um, And then have lived to regret it straight away. Um, and it doesn't take long to realize the consequences of your actions. Um, just lucky that I've got a lot of forgiving people in my life. Um, which, you know, I've come out the other side stronger. But in Matthew's uh, 27 verses 3 to 5, Judas returned the blood money acknowledging his guilt. He said. When Judas, who betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is that to us? They replied. That's your responsibility. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left. Then he went away and hanged himself. Hmm. Overwhelmed by remorse and consumed by despair, he tragically took his own life. Judas's story reminds us of the devastating effects of sin and the profound weight of guilt that can crush a soul. So the best thing to do that I've learnt now um, is to just live... Your life according to God's will. um, According to God's law. And although. You know. We're saved by grace alone. Still live. As pure. As you can. And try not to sin. Even though it's inevitable. We're all going to sin. We're all going to continue to sin. If you actively try to live. um, A sinless life. um, You are. Rarely going to be affected by um, the profound weight of guilt, such as Judas was, which resulted in him hanging himself. While Judas's story is marked by tragedy, it also points out to the boundless grace and mercy of our Savior Jesus in His infinite love. Offered Judas opportunities for repentance and forgiveness, even in the upper room, Jesus washed Judas's feet an act of love and grace. Um, So, he said, and you can find this in um, John chapter 13, verses 2 to 11. He said, The evening meal was in progress. And the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that he poured water into the basin and began to wash his disciples' feet. Drying them with the towels that was wrapped around him, he came to Simon, Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, Guarding our hearts, we must continually examine our motives and guard against the allure of greed and worldly desires. In 1 Timothy 6-10, it says... I will say verses. Sorry. Chapter 6, verse 10. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from our from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs we should not be chasing riches in this world because for those who truly believe uh everything everything um that we're going to find our riches in heaven basically The things of this world does not matter. We should not love the things of this world. We should not go out of our way to try and become rich or to have many possessions. Because this world isn't important. Nothing we have here comes with us to heaven when we die. Judas' story teaches us the importance of genuine repentance and turning to God for forgiveness. In Acts chapter 3, verse 19, it reminds us to repent and turn back to the Lord that times of refreshing may come. The story of Judas serves as a reminder that no one is beyond the reach of God's redeeming love. In Romans chapter 5, verse 8, it assures us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The story of Judas Iscariot is one of tragedy but it also reveals valuable lessons about faith repentance and the limitless grace of our savior let us guard our hearts against the pitfalls of greed and misplaced priorities turning to god in genuine repentance when we stumble may we draw strength from the assurance that our heavenly father is always ready to extend his forgiving hand to those who seek him as we reflect on Judas's choices, let us commit ourselves to live lives of integrity, humility, and love. May we strive to honor Christ in all that we do, knowing that our actions have eternal significance. Let us prioritize our relationship with Jesus above all earthly treasures, seeking his will and guidance in every decision we make. Furthermore, Judas's story teaches us that no sin is too great for god's redemptive power just as jesus extended love and grace to judas he offered the same to each one of us we are reminded in first john chapter one verse nine that if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all our unrighteousness let us also be mindful of the importance of community and accountability Judas's isolation and separation from other disciples contributed to his downfall. We are called to surround ourselves with fellow believers who can provide support, encouragement, loving correction when needed. In Hebrews chapter 10 verses 24 to 25 it encourages us to consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near in conclusion the story of judas iscariot serves as a solemn reminder of the consequences of sin and the importance of a genuine committed faith in jesus christ may we learn from his tragic example and strive to live lives of integrity humility And surrender to the will of our loving Saviour. Let us cling to the hope and assurance that God's grace is sufficient for us. And that though Christ, that through Christ, we can find forgiveness, redemption and eternal life. As I finish off today's podcast, let's just finish off with a closing prayer. So bow your heads once again as we pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the lessons we can learn from the life of Judas Iscariot. We humbly ask for your forgiveness for our own shortcomings and sins. Help us to guard our hearts, keep our priorities aligned with your will, and live lives of authenticity and integrity. Teach us the true meaning of repentance and lead us to a deeper understanding of your boundless grace. May our lives be a reflection of your love and your mercy. And may we bring glory to your name in all that we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me again for another uh, episode of the Born Again Club pod. Um, Now, obviously I'm not uh, a professional at this whole thing, so I do stumble sometimes and I do uh, trip over my, my own words and because I wing this podcast I don't really plan it out I um I just wing it so I get stuck sometimes in circles or I trip over what I'm trying to say but if you bear with me um I promise it will get better as I get more experienced and remember that I'm still teaching myself um how to how to spread the word and I'm also learning um all the different concepts of the Bible and I'm still being taught um about the bible and uh just pressing in closer to jesus and trying to press into my faith a lot more so bear with me i promise it will get better um but i'm going to end this week's podcast there before i go i'm just going to say as i always say if you got anything holding you down at the moment make sure you lift it up and give it to jesus Um, it doesn't belong to you nothing in this world belongs to you Um, Surrender yourself and everything to Jesus and leave it in his hands Um, For he will guide the way Uh, And if it's in his will, he will deliver it for you Stay blessed, have an absolute blessed rest of your week And I will talk to you again next Wednesday